Hello, everyone. I am Ryan Muhammad with Becker's Hospital Review. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Dane Fahey, Head of Marketing at Next Health, who spoke with more than 500 dentists in a survey to get a sense of how they're feeling about 2023. The conversation is full of a lot of insights on how dentists can grow their practices, even when facing a lot of uncertainty in the economy. Dane, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I am doing great. Yeah, excited to be here. Yes, I am so excited to talk to you today. Um, and with that, we could dive right into our discussion. So to kind of get a good basis, the first thing that I want to ask you is, what is the state of dental report? It's actually, uh, it's a good question and kind of an interesting story. So you know, two years ago, we were searching for some data. We figured someone must be looking at what dentists are doing, asking them questions and trying to map trends. Uh, and we kept hitting blanks. We couldn't find any uh, really good current data on what is happening in the dental healthcare industry. Uh, so we decided to do our survey ourselves. So we actually went out, we spoke with more than 500 dentists. And last year, we really focused the report on what are they doing to improve the experience of the patient. We called it the year of the patient. This year, we wanted to take a little bit of a different tack. Uh, and we wanted to focus on elite revenue growth practices. So we went out again, surveyed more than 500 uh, dentists. And we looked at what are the best of the best, the elite practices doing to keep growing their revenue every single year. So the State of Dental 2023 is all about elite practices and how they keep growing. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing. And in the report you study elite practices, how are you defining an elite practice? Yeah, so we broke out the report into a few different audiences. We looked at uh, practices that saw uh, negative revenue growth in 2022, practices that saw average revenue growth, so 0 to 20%. And then the elite group are practices that grew more than 20% last year. And only 6% of the total practices grew more than 20%. So we wanted to study what are those 6% of practices doing to kind of keep hitting that benchmark. And a few things jump out. One, they hate cancellations. They are at war against cancellations. They do everything they can to minimize cancellations. Uh, if you think about it, right, you have your office manager, you have your hygienist, you have your dentist in there. And if you have an empty chair, no one is making any revenue. We actually had uh, a practice, Norbo Dental, uh, that uses NextHealth's waitlist feature. Uh, and basically, they what they do is if they ever get a cancellation, they ping out all the possible people that might have an appointment coming up to fill that chair. And they see $3,000, $3,000 in new revenue every week just from using NextHealth's waitlist feature to go war against cancellations. Uh, the second thing that elite practices do is they really have adopted Silicon Valley style metrics. So kind of unusual metrics to measure their business. An example of that would be return rate. Uh, so the best practices return 85% of patients. What that means if you come in for once, there's an 85% chance or more that you will come back for a second appointment. So that's really important is how do they get point of patients to keep coming back. Another example is optimizing for the number of patients each provider uh, sees you stay. So the best practices we find, their providers are seeing more than 11 patients per day. Uh, the third thing that elite practices do is they really kind of automate everything. They automate their reminders, online booking, their forms, their payments. They've really adopted technology, and that really helps improve the lives of their staff uh, and makes it easier for their staff to really spend their time focusing on the patient experience. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing those. And what are some of the 2023 predictions from the report, if you could share? Yeah, so we in the report had a whole prediction section on 2023. One really interesting thing is that 
Dentists, like many of us, are not very optimistic about the economy. Only 20% of dentists believe uh, that the economy is going to be in a good shape in 2023. But what was kind of crazy is that 63% are, uh, 63% dentists are optimistic about their business. So even though they don't really think the economy is in great shape, they feel really good about their business. Even the ones that actually had negative revenue growth in 2022, most of them think they're going to actually see revenue growth in 2023. So dentists are very optimistic about growing their practices. A second prediction we saw is that patient loyalty is up. Uh, patient loyalty has actually increased since pre-pandemic. Dentists are seeing patients stick with them and be more loyal. Uh, and really a lot of the metrics that dentists are focusing on is not acquiring new patients, but it's always important, but how do they increase the number of appointments out of existing patients? Uh, the third prediction uh, that we saw and more of a negative note is that this is gonna be a really difficult year for practices to retain their staff. That is the number one challenge that we heard from dentists is how do they keep their staff and retain their, their great staff. Um, you've seen this with a very hot labor market, even with the down economy, that people have a lot of options today, particularly highly qualified staff in dentist's office. So retaining staff, and the report talks a lot about techniques that those elite practices are doing to invest in their staff to make sure they don't lose that, that really important office manager and the receptionist. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for that insight. And, you know, we're all patients to someone. And I'm curious to hear what dentists are, doing to improve the patient experience? Well, I, I, I'm curious, Mariah, if I had to kind of throw this question back at you, like what, what's the thing that you're a patient, right? What, what do you get most frustrated or what do you wish your dentist would do for you? Yeah, you know, that's a really good question. Something that you mentioned earlier, trying to decrease the number of no-shows is those text messages are, you know, people's lives. So also always sending those text messages yep. like a week before the appointment, two days before the appointment is really key for me um, to make sure I have it written down on my planner and making sure I actually have the time if I do need to, you know, reschedule or something like that. Yeah, you know, it, it's I love that answer. Uh, we, we asked in the, the survey, what is the number one complaint that you hear from patients? And actually top complaint was hard to reschedule. It, it makes a lot of sense, right? You go to the dentist, uh, you finish your appointment. Often you're, you're filling out some sort of uh, card, that postcard that's going to be uh, sent to you six months later. It's, you know, hey, you have an appointment in February. It's like, sure, you know, I'm free in August. August comes around and suddenly that Tuesday in the middle of August is booked and you need to reschedule and it's really difficult. Uh, so hard to reschedule is, is a top complaint. And patients, like you mentioned with the messaging, they want a consumer experience in healthcare. And, that, and that's what we see with a lot of people that are working with Nexelf is saying, hey, we want to digitize our practice. We want to make it easy to reschedule. And we actually launched a new feature called one-click booking that allows patients to click once on a calendar and reschedule. And, and patients really love that. Uh, a couple other complaints that jumped out uh, too much paperwork and missing reminders. Uh, so patients, again, want to make everything easy. So they want to fill out the paperwork before they come into the office. They want those reminders through text. They don't want to have to get a, a call or a voicemail through a reminder. And they want everything to be automated. Uh, one one uh, practice we're working with, Pinecrest Dental, uh, automate the reviews. So whenever a patient has a positive experience, they send them a review. And they actually got more than 250 reviews on Google, which really helps grow their practice as you know, when you're looking at a practice, you want to make sure they have a lot of reviews. So just even automating that level makes it much easier for the patients and reducing all the friction is what kind of those elite practices are doing for their, their patients. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And for you, what was the biggest surprise from the report? 
You know, one question we asked in 2023 that we didn't ask in 2022 was looking at social media usage. Um, and I was actually really surprised by this. You know, dentists in general are, are very good at adopting social media. Over 80% of respondents reported that they're using social media to promote their, their practices. And it makes a lot of sense. Social media is actually one of the places that patients first look to book an appointment. 41%, this kind of blew me away, 41% of new uh, appointments booked um, come through seeing some sort of social media experience. Uh, and of course, the most popular forms of social media in order were, were Facebook as, as number one, uh, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, again, what was surprising though was a very low adoption in TikTok. Uh, if you kind of look at TikTok, that's the fastest growing uh, social media platform. It's the largest social media platform for basically everyone under 40 and only 8% of dentists are on TikTok. So this is a huge opportunity. It, it could be feel a little bit foreign, uh, it can feel very uh, different, but if you're a dentist and you're trying to capture a really untapped audience, uh, TikTok would be a, a really great way to get a high return and really acquire a bunch of new patients through that, that channel. And we actually are, are coming out with a new uh, guide at nexthealth.com on how dentists can really build out a TikTok strategy that I think will be really helpful for people as they start spinning up TikTok-based uh, social campaigns. Yeah, that's very smart. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to for them to be doing right now. And if you had to summarize the state of dental in 2023, how would you do that in a couple sentences? You know, it, it's, it's a very meaty report, so it's hard to summarize in a few sentences. But um, I, I guess maybe I can share a few observations that kind of jumped out. Uh, one, um, you should see revenue growth next year. Most dentists are optimistic. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Uh, if you're not growing 20% or not expecting to grow 20%, uh, read a report. We have a lot of ideas, a lot of learning from those elite practices uh, on what to do to grow more than 20% next year. And that should be your benchmark as, as a practice. Uh, the second big observation is that the best practices are obsessed with technology. They're focused on making sure their patients are coming back. And they're doing that by really automating and reducing uh, friction. They're making it easy for patients to book. Uh, we saw one practice who was in that lead category, Grand Street Dental. They embed their online booking on their website, social, email, even hand out physical cards, QR card, but they make it uh, easy as possible to book. They avoid cancellations and they also keep their patients engaged. It's not just those every six months. They're constantly sending an email, posting on their social media. So patients are building relationships. And that's one of the reasons why we're seeing more loyalty from patients is that they actually have a relationship with their dentist outside of just going in and out of the office every six months. Uh, and the third big observation is hold onto your staff for dear life. These people are so important uh, to your practice. And again, the more you can automate your reminders, your scheduling, your booking, and not having your staff have to spend all day on their phones, all day doing double data entry uh, into their uh, practice management system, allow your staff to focus on the patient experience. That's what we've seen from staff that gives them a lot of energy. And we have a lot of tips on our board on what you can do to, to really make sure your staff is invested. But holding on to your staff and make sure retaining your staff should be one of your top priorities for any practice in 2023. Absolutely. I definitely agree. And before I let you go, um, if someone like me wants to read the full report, where, where could they find it? Yeah, uh, just head over to nexthealth.com. It's nexhealth.com. Uh, 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 you'll see a banner uh, on top of our website. You can get the report. It is free. Uh, you need to download it from there. Uh, we suggest uh, checking it out. We'd love to hear from you, uh, things that you liked about the report, things you would love for us to see in the next state of dental report. 
But if you are trying to grow 20%, you want to hit that elite practice strategy uh, for next year, uh, really encourage you to read the report. I think you'll find it really valuable. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Dane. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. And I'd also like to thank our podcast sponsor, Next Health. Listeners, you can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckerspodcast.com. Thank you again, Dane. All right. Thanks. Yeah, it was fun being here.